The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 2020 has been many things, and one of those things has been, unfortunately, the year of fear. So in this episode, we thought to break fear down a little bit and hopefully make it a little less scary. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life and world a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And you know, we still haven't changed the introduction to our podcast. And who knows if we will? I don't think we will. It's not going to happen. But the content remains the same. This is still about living your love story. And just because it's a love story doesn't mean there's no fear. Right. And love story doesn't have to mean lovers. Right. No. Which we've explained a hundred times. But anyways, living your love story. We're so exasperated at explaining ourselves. Your love story (laughs) is having the intention to grow and to always be moving towards betterment of whatever that means for you, whatever bar you hold for yourself. Despite fear. And so we're going to be talking about fear today. I do want to make an announcement that the day this podcast comes out, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Is that on Netflix? Is on Netflix. So speaking of fear. Yay. Happy Halloween season. That's true. I wonder if kids are going to be coming to the house. No one came last year. No one came last year. And Toast and I were so excited. We bought... uh, all kinds of Costco. awful sugary candy from Costco, right? Yep. And we were ready. We we're excited. The neighborhood we live in has a ton of kids. Not one child knocked on our door. Which in, in itself Not is a scary child. thing. <laughs> I don't know where they all went. I know. They went to another neighborhood, so, I guess. So I, so I don't know what kind of preparation we should make for this year because I'm wondering. I'm thinking the kids are going to all be around. They're not going to some other neighborhood. They're probably going to stay close in. I thought be you and safer, I, I think. I thought you and I already made the decision. Oh yeah, we did decide that. that. Yeah, we're not going to do it. We're going to boycott Halloween, okay. and. But I feel like the kids need it more than ever now. So I'm wondering. I'm rethinking it now. Oh, okay. I don't know. So we didn't. But make the danger, a decision. the danger is that if no one comes, then we're left with all this awful sugary toxicity snacks again. <laughs> Which is so crazy because yet we'd give it to the kids. Here's some toxicity for you. And we'd, we'd eat some too. I know, I, but I then like maybe we should get them something But that's else. what Halloween is. Big yeah. toxic fest? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, what all, that's what all parties are. It's like, yeah, let's, let's toxify ourselves with, uh, with alcohol and sugar. All right. Cheers. <laughs> let's talk about fear. Okay, let's talk about let's fear. Let's do it. All right. Okay, so fear... 
So this year has been scary. A lot of people, um, a lot of my um, rainbows and unicorn pals have uh, really done a great job of staying on the lighter side of fear and love and really blasting that light. But I've seen many of them too crack, which is good. Crack that open, you know? <laughs> They've cracked? Okay, um, okay. You know, like moments, moments, well, right? okay. Which is, which is right. good, right? All because right. we can't be... You know, how true is rainbows and unicorns? Exactly. And, you know, oh my God. Um, I mean, oh but my I think, God, I'm about to preach a sermon. I'm but going okay. to do it. Stand back. But <laughs> give me, give me. Wait, let me clarify though. I do believe in gradients of rainbows and unicorns because I enjoy being in that, uh, holding that perspective that there are gradients of rainbows and unicorns. Okay. And I like being somewhere in the mid-gradient of rainbows and unicorns. Okay. I enjoy Give that. Give me 15 seconds for okay, my sermon. Go ahead. I'm going to take a sip of drink. Okay. Life is not a binary. Life Oh, you is just a... lectured me on this last night. <laughs> I think you were... <laughs> Weren't you doing Life? that like right before I went to bed? It's like I made the, a comment and then the lecture came out popping through from the, my right side. It's called side. a sermon, excuse me, not a lecture. <laughs> Life is not a binary. It's, it's a combination of so many different things. The ecosystem, that whole John Muir quote, right? If you, if you pick up one, was it John Muir? Maybe it was Darwin. <laughs> you, you pick up one thing in the universe, it's connected to everything else. And I believe that. Yes. And trying to hold on to the light or the positive only to but me. But I didn't say only. <laughs> I'm just clarifying. Yes. Because no, I, I appreciate that. And I, I think I understand that about just you. That. I think I understand that so, about you. You know. Yes. That's why I said a gradient, like being somewhere in the middle. Thank you. Yes, a gradient. A little bit more leaning on the rainbows and unicorn side, but somewhere in the middle. To everything, there is a season. So there's an oscillation of moving from the light and then into the gray and then into the dark and back again. And that's just the nature of life itself. It cannot be changed. And our greatest fulfillment lies in moving gratefully in that in that motion okay very good amen <laughs> you very may be good. seated very good toast reverend toast mm-hmm. pastor toast yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> father toast <laughs> okay <laughs> grandpa toast <laughs> Weren't you grumpy, Grandpa? Get off my lawn! <laughs> Kids that way. Anyways, people, if this is their first podcast, they're not going to understand what yeah. grumpy. They grandpa won't be back. Is. All right. <laughs> okay, fear. Let's talk about fear. So, fear has all kinds of definitions that probably a lot of people would agree, pretty much agree on. Uh, but the definition that I really like is that. Fear is something you meet when you're at the border of the reality that you know. When you're at the border of the reality that you know, so when you are at your green growing edge, that's how we also refer to it, when you are growing 
and you are doing something different. You are facing something, some unknown, new territory, whatever it might be, you know, emotional, actual, whatever it is, um, even mentally, it can bring about this thing called fear. Green growing edge. Yes, when you're you're at your green growing edge, when you're at the edge of the known. Mm -hmm. What's so interesting, and again, this is that whole, how do you say that word? Gestalt. Gestalt works the whole, the whole, it's not a binary. It's one and the same. So there's excitement when you're at the edge of the unknown. And that excitement can feel like a positive, exciting, oh, I'm looking forward to, you're kind of giddy Mm -hmm. because you don't know exactly, but you have this sense of being carried and being supported and being surrounded by a helpful presence or helpful energy. And that's, that creates a sense of, you know, like, I'm not scared really of it. I'm excited. But if you're in, in that same place, but you feel alone and you don't have a sense of support, you're not connected to any uh, sense of family, then then that's when it feels scary mm. and it's unknown. And I think that's the oscillation at that point. All right, point, thanks point for joining the podcast. On the landscape. <laughs> you just gave away our whole... I did? Our beautiful summary, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, this is a short okay. podcast. All so. right. Um, so anyways, to just back up, let's pretend okay, we didn't okay, hear any of that from Toast. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I thought what you were going to talk about is how fear and excitement both have very similar physical symptoms. You know, there's that your heart races, or you get a little bit of butterflies, you're like, you know, you have a little bit of shortness of breath in a way. And depending on how you are, how you utilize that, Mm -hmm. you know, whether you're like going, oh my God, I'm so scared. Or like, you know what? I'm excited for this. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I think in the, um, the octopus book, first make the beast beautiful. Yeah, that's I call the, it the octopus book. It's <laughs> called First Make the Beast Beautiful. <laughs> the cover the cover of the book has a picture of an octopus, so that's why. By Sarah Wilson. Um I think in her book she says and so instead of saying, you know, oh, I'm scared to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead to just start using the language, I'm excited to do that. Mm. You know, I'm I'm pretty excited to do that. Mm. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, to shift your frame of mind and perspective around it to give it a whole new kind of um, structure of feeling. Yeah, instead of the usual, you know, the usual automatic pilot type stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Okay, so continuing on with fear. So in general, there tends to be two types of fears, I think, that we experience. Um, But as Toast kind of a gave you a little bit of a preview of spoiler these two things really are one thing so we will get to that okay and you probably know what it is already but anyways um so one of the fears is like fears of things we might have to do so these can be um fears that come about from things that seem to happen to us you know so fear of oh my god i have to I have to look for a new job Mm -hmm. or, oh my God, I might lose my job Mm -hmm. or, oh my God, we're going to have to move or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but fear of things that you might have to do. Then another type of fear is um, the fear of things you might feel. So this is more of an internal state where the other one is more externally driven. Mm. This one is a more immediate internal state. So things you might feel like, um, you know, fear of loneliness, fear of rejection, Mm. fear of being helpless. Um, But what it comes down to is that it really comes down to, so for both of these types of fears, it comes it really comes down to the fear that you won't be able to handle something. Mm. You know, the fear of losing, fear of losing your job. Oh my God, I might lose my job. And the fear about that is, I don't know if I'm going to be, ha- be able to handle that. How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to take care of my family? Fear of starting a new job, you know, or having to look for a new job. You know, my God, who's hiring now? Maybe you're thinking about your age and, you know, I'm not going to be able to handle that. Like, how are, how do I handle all of that? Yeah. And I think on an existential level, I think being able to handle it, like, I think what that means on that existential level is the fear of ceasing to exist mm. as mm-hmm. you knew yes. yourself. Yes. You're going to have to be a new person. You're, yes. you're no longer a person with this particular job. Right. Now you're a different person who's looking for a job and that's and when you cling on and hang on for every for all dear life Mm -hmm. that's kind of when it gets a little bit more um ego-y you know yeah i think ego is part of that yeah it's all ego and honestly when you're stuck when you are um really attached to that identity Mm -hmm. and and again going back to the existential thing this is all really a fear of a kind of death Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. this is fear of death because you're going to cease to exist as the person that yeah. you know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Green growing edge. Okay. So, and but two kinds of fear, the fear that you won't be able f- to handle it. Yeah, the fear the fear comes down to the fear of of not being able to handle it. Mm-hmm. But what that really comes down to is the fear of being alone in the world, which is what you talked about. The mm-hmm. fear of being alone. Mm-hmm. And so when we are in that space of, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to handle it. When it comes down to that, I think something important to remember is that that attitude and perspective really comes from feeling like you have to do everything on your own. Mm-hmm. There is yeah. a lack that it's of, up to you. Yeah. There is a lack of this um, um, sense of being supported and- sense of being supported uh by the universe by god right. by spirit by life itself right so that's one level but also the real level um the physical level of your whoever your support groups are mm-hmm. whatever groups you identify with um and maybe now it might be more than ever really if you are totally. on groups online and zooming and all this kind of stuff but all of that together and remembering you're part of this actual these groups and you're part of the universe and you're part of god and expression and all of that all of that reminds us that we're not alone Mm. and that we don't have to do this all by ourselves and so really i won't be able to handle that we can throw that away and say that no i can't handle it is that what you mean well, to say that I'm supported in this, this is my next step and it's not going to be comfortable, but you know what? I'm supported Okay. because I know and I Got trust it. 
in this thing called life. I trust that this is my next green growing edge. I trust that this thing that I see so clearly in front of me is the next breadcrumb. I'm going to follow that breadcrumb and another one will appear and I will know what to do next. And I'm going to trust in that. And I have my friends here. I have my group here. I have God. I have the universal remembering that we're part of this whole spiritual um, process and love that it never loving ends. and this ecosystem is, I think, really important yeah. when dealing with fear, when you're at that green growing edge, Yeah, which I think everyone has experienced on so many different levels this year, mm-hmm. yeah. whether it's the new way of working, whether you've lost your job, whether you're trying to find a new job, whether your kids are now at home and you're homeschooling them. I mean... It's just, you know, and then now going into the election and what things are going to be like maybe after the election and trying to prepare for how the election could go and and all of that stuff. I mean, there's so, so much growing. Right. Um, it's kind of like pick a card, any card. How to live, so how, to live with a ma- how to live life with a mask. Yeah. Right? Like your new routines with that if, you know, um, all of that. All of that, really. We all know. Yeah. You know, when you brought this up, I don't know if this is a good time to bring this up in this episode, but bring when you up, brought up this up. topic about fear, it brought to mind something that you, we saw on, I think it was Instagram Live, and it was Instagram AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. She, she went on Instagram and did an Instagram Live after the RBG. news about Ruth Bader Ginsburg's passing yeah. had come out. And one of the things that AOC brought up is fear and about the fact that she she has she said, I feel scared all the time. I I am scared a lot. And then she talked about courage and how people will project or will say to her that oh but you're so courageous how do you how do you have so much courage and the observation she made which I totally agree with and I really appreciate her pointing this out she said that really courage is just the word that we use to describe fear when we're looking at fear in the rearview mirror mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in the time in the moment when you're just living your life yeah it's real life and you're scared. Okay, you're scared. Yeah. And you keep going. And you do it scared. Yes. And then looking back on it, people will point at it and say and describe it as, oh, that was so courageous. Mm-hmm. But that's just, yeah, that's just the, the, uh, the lens and the filter of history, really, yeah. and, and wanting to memorialize something. You know, so I think it's helpful to keep that in mind. I and I think that, and I think too the the whole thing, she, whole thing she said with fear, like keep the keep going part mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of us get a bit trapped. Is we stop? Yeah, because it's scary. Yeah, and we think that if we don't keep going. It's going to stop the fear. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, I think it makes it worse, honestly, versus just keep going and working through the fear, going mm-hmm. going in and despite the feelings of fear, this mm-hmm. thing called fear. 
So um, how about I end with just a few little statements here? Okay. Okay. So these are basically the five, what are called the five truths about fear. Okay. From one of my teachers, Mary Morrissey, who we've talked about um, a few times. Um, okay. So number one, fear will never go away as long as we're growing. So make friends with fear. Make make fear your friend. Uh, number two, the only way to get rid of fear is to actually do something about it. So if you are fearful of doing something, the only way to get over that fear is to actually do that something. That's exciting. Yeah. Number three, the only way to feel better about yourself is when you are actually growing. So if you are feeling kind of stagnant and stuck, you can start to feel a lot better if you put yourself in a position where you know you're growing. Mm -hmm. Cuz I think we can get too comfy. Yeah, or or feel That's why comfortable no, comfort is so but comfort is so it's it's so tricky, isn't it? It's relative. It's, so it's a relative term like because what makes be one person comfortable makes another person uncomfortable. It, it depends it on only, your. It's not only relative. It, it's not only relative, but it's it's like even for just like if you're just using it for yourself, the things that make you comfortable mm -hmm. also tend to be the things that make you feel um, dissatisfied. Really, well. Because you, but, you don't feel like you're growing anymore, you know? And so you're like, rah, 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 and it's, but you're comfortable. It, it's too, uh, it's about the degrees though. Like everything in moderation, like water, that's great. Drink water. But is there such a thing as too much water? Yes. Same thing with exercise. Same thing with sleep. Same thing with learning even. Like if you are always just pumping into your brain whether through books or audio or video you know studying and learning and right, they, right. that's not balanced either so i think that whole thing of what, what was it again what was the thing that you were just re read what did i oh um the only way to feel better about yourself is to make sure you're growing is to continue to grow and seek those opportunities out okay being self-aware you know knowing mm -hmm. if you are in a place of stagnation knowing like okay you know mm -hmm. what you know, which one of the things in order to assess that is to look at your discontents and your longings, which we've talked mm -hmm. about extensively before. But even even with that, though, it's like to make sure you're always growing. But of course, that involves a self-knowledge and a wisdom and a compassion for oneself mm -hmm. so that your growth is not a compulsive oh, kind right. of yes. addictive yes. type of right. that you're trying to. In order to... to feel good about yourself. Right. Yeah. 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 That is definitely not how. This teacher meant that. Okay, number four. When you face growth, you face fear. And everyone else faces it in the same way. Mm. Everyone who's growing faces fear, mm. faces some kind of fear. So that should help us to feel less alone in that regard. Uh, okay, number five. Pushing through fear is less frightening than living in helplessness. Ah, yes. Pushing through the fear. And there's that situation of life that we find ourselves in. It's like yep. there's there's no one 
or there's no situation where it's like, oh, it's all easy. Now, mm-hmm. finally, if you just mm-hmm. had, if you just had enough money, if you just had the right partner, if you just had the right job, then life would be easy. It's like, nope, nobody gets that. It's yeah. all, there's always going to be a challenge. And it really is the spirit in which you engage with that challenge totally. that makes it feel good, less good or more good. But also too, when you're looking outside of yourself for these external things, Mm -hmm. it depends too, like your intention of like the, the reasons why you want these external things, like the more money, the more this, the, this, the, this, Mm -hmm. the, this, the, this, Mm -hmm. and how you really want to feel and how you think that's going to make you feel. And then you realize, oh my God, I thought it was going to make me feel a certain way. And then it doesn't. I mean, that's, and then you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess I need three houses then then i'm gonna feel what i thought two houses was gonna make me feel it's so sad yeah now we're getting it there's so much like internal work there's so much well the culture that we live in right the society and the consumer culture that we live in is constantly telling us that those those kinds of messages like oh you need this particular product or you need these letters after your name in order to feel okay about yourself in order to consider yourself a success Mm -hmm. so anyway wow this this particular episode is all over the place has been all over the place (laughs) but but i am so grateful i really believe that at least somebody listening is able to relate and I really feel a sense of solidarity just with other human beings in giving voice to, to these kinds of perspectives and mm-hmm. experiences. Yeah. 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 So thanks. Thanks for having the conversation. Are you saying thanks to me or the listeners? I'm th- saying thanks to you. And I'm also <laughs> saying thanks to the listeners. Thank you to all the humans. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you humans. humans. We all are right. all part of the same family. We are. All right. So until next time, we hope you have a wonderful week. And we hope to talk to with you soon. Vote. Make sure other oh, your, yes. your friends and your family vote. Okay. Uh, yes. So until next time, this is Sienna and this is Toast, as always, inviting you, encouraging you, and loving you as you live your love story. That's nice. He said loving you. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.